Well, I guess welcome to the effects loop. <laughs> I'm Diaz. I'm Scott. And we're keeping you in the loop with the guitar community. Yeah, we can do a cold intro. Like the office. Oh my gosh! I, you know what's funny? I still have not listened to that episode. Pretty good. Good. Pretty, well, pretty it, good. Pretty, pretty good. So my favorite moment of the episode is when Steve or Philip postulates something that's kind of like wild out there, and you can hear yeah. Steve typing, looking up the answer. And I'm like, man, they really reproduced the same show that they, we they did a really good job. <laughs> Was Steve high or was Philip? Uh, did he have a couple drinks? Some, someone had to have been non-sober. Does Steve regularly partake? I don't. I don't. I, I, so. I know Ryan uses to sleep, but I'm not sure. I don't. Well, and but and it's all legal out there, so we're not talking about people doing illegal things. It's legal here. Uh, yeah, you don't do that though. I don't. Do you even do the CBD anymore? Uh, I just haven't bought any in a while. Yeah. I, yeah. Like, nowadays, like I. I taking it regularly doesn't help me. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't really, I really don't notice a Delta, but like what the new thing I found, I really like when I just kind of need to unwind a bit. Um, they have CBD seltzers. Oh, what? Where there's like a good amount of CBD in it. Um, yeah. and they sell it at like the convenience store just on the street. So once in a while, I'll just go buy <clears throat> a seltzer and just crack it open. Or like huh. if, we're, if we're out having drinks and I don't feel like drinking, I'll, I'll have one of those. How much do those cost? Um, like same as like a boutique beer. So like eight bucks. Yeah, six. like they can be like twelve bucks if you're at a restaurant. But um, right, okay. But I think they're like five or six. They bucks sell them at restaurants. Actually. Yeah. So so one of my buddies is recovered alcoholic or in recovery. I don't know the proper phrasing, but he he's he's an alcoholic. <laughs> so like we'll go out and like he he doesn't drink, but he'll get one yeah. of those when we're hanging out. Okay, I like that because like none That's of my cool. none of my friends are hard drinkers. So it's I not need like... to visit Chicago. You do, dude. Come up and you should you should really actually have come up in like two weeks from now when Philip's really? up here. Oh yeah, I um. So next next weekend I'm going to Kentucky. So I'm going to meet Elisa. Well, I've already met a lot of Elisa's family, but I'm going to go up there. That's the plan right now. And then I don't know. I've been doing something every weekend. Well, except for last weekend. So this past week, um, the reason, you know. Oh, we, yeah. Hey, hey, Diaz, what's new? Oh, yeah. What's new? Um, Diaz got COVID. So I've talked about, I think I've said it on the episode a few times that I was due for it. Um, and it kicked my butt pretty good. Um, not not in the sense of, uh, luckily, I, I've been vaccinated. Um, and so I was just really sick. There was no, like, hospital stay or anything that bad. Um, and uh, even still, yeah. it, it does still just kick your butt and it was my first bout with it so people say you know the first time is harder on you your butt then you know second third or at least is on her was on her fourth i kid sorry. you not sorry what i've heard it hurts the first time but in, in over time it just feels better and better so yeah <laughs> <laughs> but yeah um so so I, I dealt with that. I was off of work for a week and it actually drove me crazy. I never thought I'd want to get back to work. But uh, seeing as I was still somewhat involved in work while I was out, it was really frustrating because I wasn't able to actually like do anything. Mm, like we had yeah. we had owners in from Florida. We had uh, corporate in town doing, you know, store visits and all that. And I was just sitting at home getting I was still in all the text messages and the emails and just sitting at home so that was annoying and then i found a pair of string joy strings that i forgot about and i restrung my mjt strat and then i am eating some gushers that's pretty much what's new with me nice what's new with you scott oh oh wait wait hold on i also might have a trade going on oh yeah and it's actually it's a trade I've been wanting to do for a while. It's um, Will, one of our Patreon supporters, uh, 
he actually um is going to trade me might might or this you know until it happens i don't count it as done uh trade me his hx stomp because he's going full daw and he's going to get native for my usa made squire strat which he's wanted that and i've wanted a stomp for a while so we're gonna maybe in a couple weeks meet up uh in a halfway mark between us have some lunch hang out and uh, do a trade can you get do you get to deal on helix native with the hx stomp if you buy one new yeah he can get it for 100 bucks okay that 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 goes that far down i thought it was yeah you get it do you get it free if you buy the full-size helix um no at one point they did something like that yeah yeah and they stopped doing it then they just started giving a discount helix native with the full-size helix would be awesome because i think you can like build an entire preset there and then Mm -hmm. just like literally just upload it to your board so like you could build your whole set list there right right and so you can like leave your stomp at church or whatever or you can leave your whole full size somewhere and then program Mm -hmm. it later yeah so it's really cool i'm i hope that happens so you know what i hope happens what's that scott cortex native that would be amazing yeah i still so i mean you mean you've still dealt with me i was texting you i was like if i was gonna save up because i've done a big you know i've done gear purging i've gotten to the point where i mean i still have a lot of pedals but i've got all like i sold all my big ticket stuff and i'm like gonna i'm finally finally getting financially like a light at the end of the tunnel hey with my, with my finances and i'm excited about that and um uh yeah i'm gonna start saving i was gonna start saving up but now if i get the stomp i really i probably won't need to um i'll probably i might do a stomp uh, oriented board and just kind of go from there yeah, um, one another one of the guitar players I play with uh, got the Stomp XL, mm-hmm. which first off it is bigger than you think. Yeah, they mean XL. Yeah, it is a wide boy. Um, so now his rig is that plus a L cap and a blue sky. Yeah. Ooh, that's good. Rig. Oh, I'm not a fan of the blue sky. I, I I liked it, especially uh, I would love to have the newer one where you actually have the mini mm-hmm. presets. Then I yeah. could totally be all over it. But mm. I like it. I like the Flint better than that, but I like the Big Sky better than the Blue Sky as well. Yeah. Oh, totally. okay. I mean, because the Blue Sky or the Big Sky. Yeah, the Big Sky's got it all. Well, it sounds better too. Yeah. I've, what did uh, you ever do with the Big Sky? It's on loan. Our, uh, our keys player is messing around with it. Oh, yeah. Big, the big sky with keys is fun, phenomenal. Yeah. All right. What's new with you, Scott? Uh, so I just finished uh, prep and everything for a worship album for my church. <laughs> yeah. Didn't you mention that you were preparing for it the last time? Probably. We Probably. Yeah. Um, I did. I definitely said I was going to be off the show last week in advance because I was going to be, you know, heads down in that. Yeah, so, and big shout out once again to Philip for spearheading, taking care of the episode for us. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I Scott knew he was going to be out, and then I then you having COVID uh, was just then, double whammy, right? And then Philip was like, "Well, do you just want me to do the episode for you? I'll get someone we can like." I was like, "It was kind of like like would you would you really do that?" He's like, "Yeah, check with Scott." I'm like, "I don't think Scott's going to have a problem." Yeah, and it was really I was going to laugh if you did a Diaz and because. Because they said, all right, we're going to record. Give us stuff to talk about. And we sent it. And Scott's like, what time are you recording? I was going to laugh if you hopped on. I Honestly, it was Steve coming on board that, like, I wanted to hang with Steve again. It's been a while. Yeah. Yeah, we're tired of talking to Philip. Um, no, and, I'm, I'm totally not tired of talking to Philip. I mean. <laughs> no, I love talking with Philip because you learn so much. Philip knows quite a bit. He has such a different experience background, too. Yeah. Like, he's, yeah. In, he's in a different genre of music. So, and he he gigs regularly yeah like something that i mean scott you have church but he does secular gigs like i mean you can call it real gigs i mean that's okay i, I won't be offended by that because i don't think i don't you don't see church as a gig yeah also because yeah. i'm not being paid to be there yeah yeah so he like i mean yeah philip does he's a gigging musician and that's really cool it's always to get a nice you know, talk of someone who's actually out there using stuff live yeah so yeah so uh my my, the church i play with um is putting out a full-length album 10 songs all originals from the church 
um, one of which has been released before in a different arrangement under uh, Patrick Mayberry's label. Um, so Patrick Mayberry was there, um, hmm. sort of organizing, leading the group. Um, but we revoiced one of his songs for that and um, was handed about two weeks ago, 10 demos, no guitar parts on them. Oh, wow. Uh, and we changed tempos and keys on last Sunday in a, in a woodshedding session. Wrote out guitar parts, had a, had a Monday night practice and a Wednesday night practice, and then Thursday, full show. So you guys just recorded, a, it's a live recording? It is, um, but... Are you guys going back and overdubbing and, and yes, taking care of stuff? That's, that's the plan, is we will be overdubbing and... Um, yeah. I mean, so I, I have presets set up all for on my QC for all, all the different songs, so I can recall everything we did. Right. But there's a lot of like, you know, when you play live, you play with a different energy. And when we release it, if that type of energy needs to be cleaned up, I can go and retrack and it will sound identical. Right. So that's kind of nice. Um, we're definitely going to, we already said we're retracking all the acoustic guitars so that we can mic them. Okay. So that they'll sound better than the piezos that are in there. Yeah. Um, and then uh, we'll probably retract vocals as well. So yeah, we might basically we might just keep drums and call it a day, but it, so that's a that's a thing that was kind of weird to me. My brother he did a live um, recording before for uh, a praise and worship album, and like and then I got to hear it and I was like, that sounds nothing like it did. And he's like, yeah, I know. He's like, we overdubbed a lot of it, and I was like, okay. So I mean, it's do, a, do you? most live albums are overdubbed i know i know with the exception of like john mayer's any given thursday album where he should have overdubbed the vocals on that album oh god that was back that was back before john really knew how to sing um i didn't think they were that bad you're you're thinking of where the light is probably no i i'm thinking of any given thursday whenever he does uh covered in rain well, yeah, and he does well, my stupid mouth on there, yep. uh, and then doesn't does he he doesn't he does the electric version of neon on there as well? I think he does. Oh, yeah. that came up yesterday. What was the name of the guitar that he played when he did um, neon? Fan web- fretted electric guitar. What was that? I've never seen that. I don't know about that. Oh, he plays it on that album. Yeah, I didn't oh, watch I, the live. I had the DVD growing up, so. I had I only I only listened to the CDs. Okay. So oh, because um, that's what and he because he starts off the 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 whole album starts off with Why Georgia right? I think so. Or is that the second CD? Oh, I don't. Remember. I'm pretty sure it's the, the whole album. Or... Yeah. I, the, yeah. The first uh, I think it's Why Georgia then My Stupid Mouth or something like that. That um, tracks. Um, but yeah, so did that and then um last night on a whim so we're recording Saturday afternoon. Yeah. Um, I got a text message at about six forty-five. I was about to crash for the night. Mm-hmm. Just finished dinner. Everybody's like, "Hey, I'm at I'm at the Concord Music Hall. I got a free ticket for for Polyphia for you if you can make it in the next fifteen minutes." So I threw my shoes on and ran out the door. Oh I wow! Got, I got to catch Polyphia last night. I have no idea who that is. There, uh, that's Tim Henson's band. Every time I see that name, I think of a Muppet popping up. You think out. Jim Henson? Yep, 100%. Uh, so Polyphia is like prog, okay. like shred guitar, but mixed with like a lot of more pop beats and stuff like that. So I'm thinking of Periphery or whatever they're called. Periphery mixed... is the Gent guys, yeah. Yeah, those are totally different. Totally. They could tour together and it would work, but um, uh, yeah. yeah, they're different bands. But uh, I, I mean, not... Biscuit and Stain toured together and that worked, so. Yeah, because they have family values. Uh, but yeah, this was uh, that was, partner. That was the gnarliest pit I've ever been in. It's the craziest full of, pit. It's full of youngins who don't know the rules. Yeah, probably one of, one of the um, most exhausting pits I've ever been in was Seven Dust. One of the craziest ones I've ever been in was Godsmack. Mm. So they were doing. Um, go away and um he like 
Sully Erna, the lead singer, stops like everything, brings it all down. He's like, I want to see everyone from this side of the stadium to this side. Or we were in a, um, like a hockey rink area, mm-hmm. whatever those are called. Those an arena, um, Coliseum. Well, an arena, I guess. Coliseums arena, are right? smaller than arena, yeah, yeah. Coliseums are often like the more like local hockey kind of a vibe. Um, this was the or maybe it was like a civic auditorium or something. Yeah. It's, it was the St. Pete Times Forum. That's what it was. It was so it's it was probably a like 5,000 people, six wherever the Tampa Bay Lightning play. Oh, shoot! So it's pretty big. I mean, that's okay, an yeah, arena, that, right? That's an arena at that point. Okay, so he goes, I want, I don't, I mean, I don't even know why it matters. He goes, I want for everyone from this side of the floor to this side of the floor, from front to the back, as soon as this beat drops to go effing nuts. And everyone did. It was insane. Was that general like, admin? Like there were no yes. seats or anything, right? On the floor? No seats on the floor. Was there a center all. divider? No. Oh. It was a it That's... was a firefight. No, it was it was it was a free for all. It was absolutely insane. And it was so cool because um when I was in high school and everything, a lot of concerts I would go to and because we we I was about 45 minutes from Tampa. About most most good concerts, I was about forty five minutes to an hour from. Um, I would go, but it was forty five minutes to an hour south was uh, Tampa, St. Pete, and about forty five minutes to an hour to the right was Orlando. So where I was at, I could see a lot of bands, and I'd see them twice. Mm. And like Godsmack, I saw them once in general admission, and once in, and then the second time I saw them three days later was a seat. So I got to actually enjoy the show. You know what I mean? One was experiencing the show and one was enjoying the show. Yeah. I, I spent too much time experiencing the show for this one because like, yeah. there were so many crowd surfers. Right. And there, there were these kids that were just like jumping into the group. There wasn't like a lift process. Oh my God. So like I had, I had one guy literally just like, just jump on my back and then crawl over. And I was like, dude, not cool. Like, you know, like I, I'll help yeah. you get up if you get like two other guys and we'll do the seated lift thing. And then you won't kick everybody in the head when you're going over. But and then they weren't yeah. they weren't kicking out people who crowd surfed. Oh, really? They don't. They, I guess they don't do that anymore. No, a lot of times what they do is they just send them to the back. Like they get up, they, they surf up to the front. Yep. Security gets them and then they just escort them around the side and, and put them to the back and then they work their way back up again. They it's were like they real... were allowed right back in the front. So one guy crowd surfed oh. at least seven or eight times. Same oh douchebag every time. I was like, dude, you did it once. Chill out. Like there was like that side of it. Where it's like, yeah, because it just it, my shoulders are hurting so bad because so many people crowd surfed over me. Mm-hmm. And you're trying to be good and like not drop these people in their heads. Um, but yeah, and then on top of that, there's crowd surfing over the pit. Right. Like, no, no, crowd surf somewhere else. Like, centers for the pit. You you crowd surf on the sides. Like, chill out. Mm-hmm. But so there was so many times of like someone just being flopped onto us. Um, and then that makes uh, me annoyed. Yeah, and so I'm a guy who kind of likes to be on the edge of the pit. Yeah. Like I like I like to give like give a bump to some people, but I don't like to be actually be like in the bi- the middle going around because I think I'm too big to do it. Mm-hmm. I just like uh, there's there's always a guy who's like five six in there, and I'm like, dude, I will elbow you in the head. I don't want to hurt you. You know? Like, yeah, I don't. I don't do the pit. Um, I'll get I get pulled into it sometimes. Yeah. My favorite my favorite one was I went to see uh, plus forty four in St. Pete, and I went with a bunch of friends. And one of our friends was Jeff York, and he's a really small guy. And um, I mean, yeah, he's probably like five six, five five. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm I'm talking about small guy. And he got pulled into the pit. He wasn't trying to be in it. And he got pull, like pulled into it. I had to reach in like over people and like pull him out. Yeah. One of the guys I was with went down at one point. And like I, we did like, I, the, guys, chill out. like Get him up. Like there was just so many of those kind of moments. Where so as like, a, here's a question. As a bigger guy, as a yeah. taller, as a taller guy, you're visible. Um, do you find yourself being like a protector there? Yes. Like trying to help people. Me too. Oh my gosh. Every time so I go, I'm like, I, like, my right side is super sore today. Cause I was just getting bashed on my right arm, right, right side to my yeah. left was a bunch of girls. Oh yeah. Just trying to be and like a few of them came up there. Like, thank you for like being kind of the, the bouncing pad to keep us out. Yeah. Of Cause I, I mean, I was being a little bit of a douche being up so far 
front, but it was a tall stage, so I wasn't really blocking anyone's view. I don't care. I don't care. I'll be front earlier. I don't care. Yeah. (laughs) If you, I will get front stage. I don't care. I'll get like front. I'll get right up on the bar. I don't care. And if you really want to be up front that much, shove your way to the front like all the other douchebags do. Yeah. Because that's what they do. Just you just go. Excuse me. Excuse me. And you can just cut. Like if if it's really that important. And one of the big things is, especially if I'm going, if I'm doing GA with one of my kids, mm. yeah, they're they're right up at the bar and I'm behind them. Oh, yeah. To stop the push. So so normally I actually, I love to post up against the sound booth. Yeah. That's my ideal spot because I don't think I'm usually, blocking anybody's Because usually view. like, yeah, yeah, you're usually, like, are you talking about like to the side of the sound booth or like behind them? Or Honestly, right in front half of the them? time right in front of the sound booth. Because usually the, yeah. the sound booth is the last thing on the main floor and then there's the riser right so whoever's behind me can then see over me right so and i know it's going to sound good there and i like checking out what's going on at front house yeah so yeah but we were we were there there was a family like high schoolers with their parents because it was a ga show or all ages right. show um and we're you know we're just chatting with them like just being nice people right like hanging out and yeah. first crowd surfer comes over I get nailed in the back of the head. Like no one saw it coming. Um, mm-hmm. They cracked the mom in the nose, bleeding. She's gosh, out. dang it! First June song, first song of the set. Wow, of the opener. Oh, not it's not even they didn't even get to see. Uh, no, uh, and so poly- they're, it, poly- what is they, it? Polyphily or polyphia? Polyphia. polyphia. That's it. Yeah. So oh, po- polyphia. Well, so anyway, we, th- it's not going to be our, we've ranted it long enough on this, but like the youngins don't know mosh pit and crowd surfing etiquette. You know what? I really don't care if they know how many stripes and stars are on the flag. I want them to know how to act right in a pit. <laughs> Let's teach that shit in school. I, I Part of me wonders, is it um, just because I don't know about you for you, but I grew up the most of the pits I was in Christian hardcore was a thing. Like yeah, Christian hardcore bands were mainstream. You had like Blindside, you had Under Oath, you had um, uh, who was it? Uh, Memphis maybe laid to waste. Uh, who was yeah. that? Uh, well, that was a song. What was the band? I mean, Thrice. Yeah, that isn't a Christian band, but it's a band with Christians in it, so Christians really. Norma like Jean. That band. was them. Yeah. So like, part of me wonders: was that just like part of that? If you're 35 to 40 from the height that that scene like you're in that age range there's so much like there's actually a lot of kindness in the pits no that is that's 100 not related to that okay because if you want to i love like if i go to slipknot will that still be there yeah 100 no have you not seen the video of fucking um uh what's the lead singer slipknot taylor i can Corey taylor stopping the concert I mean, because I've seen ones of that. Pit like, was getting out of control. Yeah. And he was like, no, he's like, we don't fucking do that. If you fall, we, you help. Or if you see someone fall, you help them up. Like he was like coaching them. Yeah. He's like, we don't hurt each other. He's like, we're here to have fun and we're not here to just hurt people. Like he, he went on a rant. No, that's 100% is like, honestly, I think what's happening is um, the bands aren't I mean, calling the, it out from the stage. No, that's, that's starting to become almost a, a thing that everyone's doing ever the, since the, the the older guys do it. Like I, I can think of there's I there's a Dave Grohl moment like that. There's yeah. And he's like no, there's there's a lot of them, but I I don't think that it's. I mean, it's almost become a thing that like happens because it's become popular to stop your show and and yeah. tell people to stop acting a fool. So I wouldn't say that. I honestly think it's it's and even then, I don't think it's the band's responsibility. I think that the older generation needs to talk to the younger generation but like, yeah no no we're yeah we don't do that like fucking tell people like hey no yeah. no no we we don't fucking do that well because i noticed when we got, i got clocked in the back of the head from the first crowd surfers i turned around to the people i'm like guys you yell up 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 while you're hit while you're holding somebody yeah that's just what you do you yell up 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 or i'm from a restaurant so i'm like behind behind like yeah I, like you know you know what's going like look turn around look like and and even then if you're if you're helping the crowd surfer if your hands are on them you're helping direct them to people who are paying attention you're not just throwing them into the oh, crowd that there, not... there were people literally just being flopped yeah and tossed yeah it was a bad show it, it, like that part of the show was bad the playing yeah. phenomenal yeah anyway 
That's my. Well, I guess are we? Did, was that our topic? And like, it might we're be. Just, this might just be a long news? episode of just rants and whatnot. I, I love how I'm like, hey, we've been spending a lot of time in gear news, so let's not. We're gonna zip through it. <laughs> so before we even, we haven't even gotten to gear news yet. We've right, already I'm, set, I'm setting a timer. We're going two minutes speed round. All right. Oh yes. Okay. All right, so Catalan um, Bread has a Fuzzrite Germanium. Um, it is a Moserite Fuzz. Uh, they started off with a, um, they had like two different ones. Uh, they had silicone and uh, germanium uh, for the Moserite ones, and this is going to be the germanium version. And What's the toggle I mean, switch do? Uh, let's see, MV more, very more. <laughs> I don't know. Modern and vintage. There you go. There you go. Volume and depth. What? Those are the knobs. Volume oh, and okay. depth. Oh, yeah. It's got two knobs. This is a very tame color palette for um, cattle and bread. I like it. No, we both said it correctly. Yeah, it's not Catalina bread. It's not the fucking Catalina wine mixer. Catalina wine mixer. It's the fucking Catalina wine mixer. We're about to sell some helicopters. Um, hundred eighty bucks <sighs> for for fuzz. Uh, Germanian yeah. fuzz, bro. Yeah, I, it looks like a hundred eighty dollar pedal. I'll give them that. Yeah, I'm just I'm t- oh, I'm getting a little. I know it's unavoidable. I look. I know that inflation's all the way around, but fuzzes used to be like one fifty, one twenty. Yep. It's happening, which it is what it is. You know, I'm not upset with the company. Um, this is a this is across the board been happening. So, anywho, uh, let's move on to the next thing. Ernie Ball Music Man HT series heat heat treated pickups. So this isn't wax pickups. This is heat treated. Well, there's still wax in there. Well, I mean, like, but so isn't that kind? I don't know. Like, isn't that when people like wax the their pickups at home like that's one of the things is because the wax is hot like it helps for heat treating yeah so so heat treating is the process of heating up alloys and then cooling them down okay and so this is a metals getting heat yeah so like you've heard of like annealing no annealing is a form of heat treating there's a bunch of different types of heat treating annealing isn't that the thing that the kaepernick did Oh yeah! Oh, we're getting Ha-ha. political. Oh, getting oh. political. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I, I stand for the flag and I kneel for the cross. Let's go. Um, all right, sorry. Okay. <laughs> I right. see that enough. Scott Science Corner for a minute. In material science, um, metals have like groups of molecules and how they align with each other, and in an alloy causes grain. If you've ever seen that in like metal, there's actually a grain to metal. So I've been watching Forged in Fire. So yes. Yeah, there you go. So you watch them heat treat stuff. They heat it up, right. they work it, and then they hit it, and they they do work on it, and they cool it down, and that actually makes the metal harder. Right, right, right. And changes the physical properties, and that depends on how much, whether it's a eutectic material or it's a more standard metal. There's all these kind of things, but it's all yeah. about heating up, doing working on it, like moving the molecules, forcing them around, and then cooling. And what the right. temperatures you do that at, both heating and cooling, can affect its material properties. Okay. So I assume that's what they're doing with the magnets, the magnet pole pieces. With the with the magnet pole pieces or yeah. the actual like metal coverings? Or, well, that's, I mean, that's the, cov- the, the, the coverings are standard still. Like, I mean, they're doing this on okay. the single coil pickups. There's That's just a plastic covering. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Don't yell at me. So, <laughs> um, oh, oh, hold on. Hold on. Diaz's science corner uh, for this week. Um, Hungry man selects fried chicken dinners. Do taste better if you cook them in the oven. It takes uh, probably like ten times longer don't they? though. The skin um, is yeah, it's less soggy. It. Yeah, yeah. The skin's a lot better. And then also, I mean, the the corn was delicious. The mashed potatoes were uh, evenly heated, and the brownie did not taste like a sponge. Dude, it tastes like an actual brownie. Dude, I love it when it tastes like a sponge, though. Dude, you need an air fryer for that. Think about how much crispier got, it would be with an air fryer. I've got an air. Yeah, wouldn't it mess up the plastic? No. How are you going to put the corn in there? It's Air fryers are the same temperature as ovens. Air fryers are just a oh. fancy word oh. for a convection oven. Oh, secrets out. That's what it is. Oh, it, it said, it, it's it said, it said don't put it in a... It said don't put it in, in a convection oven. Oh, that's too bad. Cause then, it did say that on the back. Okay, because then you could put the chicken on its own in the convection oven and get it extra crispy. 
Mm. That'd be good. Anyway, um, going back to the heat treated. Our two minutes are up. Yeah, it, this could be cool. We're, my wish is, do you know how like, have you, ever seen those, have you ever seen those heat treated titaniums thing? How like when you heat up titanium, it goes into like that rainbow. Mm-hmm. And like it, when you scorch it, I wish they did pickup covers yeah. with that. There are some pay, uh, pickup covers that do that. I'm pretty sure Ernie Ball's done pickup covers like that. I just think that would fit the branding really cool. Oh, yeah. Um, speaking of fitting the branding really cool, Kramer's putting out a bunch of cheap striker guitars. Okay. Is Kramer still owned by Gibson? Probably. Yes. So Gibson's finally getting some metal guitars out there. L. John, sure, sure. way to go, bud. Wow, these aren't, these are cheap. 380, 390, uh, 400. Yeah. I wonder how they play, though. Probably the same as every other guitar that's coming out of that same factory. I like the black one. I I hate Kramer. Ooh, majestic purple. I like I well I like I wish it was I like I know it's hockey stick. I prefer it more. I wish it was more of banana. These got Floydy boys on them. Floydy boys. Yeah. Oh, ebony, ebony, and zebra pickups. It's got zebra um, humbucker in it. I mean, it's they're not. I don't think they're really zebras. I think they're just horses painted. <laughs> All right, it's just Let's a donkey with, with paint on it. The Tijuana <laughs> <Yeah>. zebra. <laughs> the Tijuana zebra. Oh, uh, all right. Um, you got two minutes to talk about this next thing. All right, IK Multimedia has announced the Tonex, an AI tone capture. So think about Kemper, <clears throat> Quad Cortex, uh, Axe FX, uh, tone matching. That kind of stuff. And you're using your uh, computer. It's running on your computer or your phone. Oh, this actually, they actually have it set up so this can run as a mobile version. They are separate. Okay. Um, and there's a few different um, tiers of pricing on this. So depending on like if you already use AmpliTube or whatnot, yeah. there's discounts and things like that. Um, so they're going to have a marketplace. It's going to be in like the $200, $250 range. Nothing crazy. Um, so I think if I, I have predictions of what this will do to the market. The other thing they're also coming out with is a reamp and capture box. So there is right. some dedicated hardware. To That's allow, about 200, isn't it? Yeah. To allow easy facilitation of this, as well as it's a built-in attenuator. Nice. Oh, I don't think it's a, I don't think it's a proper attenuator, but they're showing attenuation for like input and output for the reamp stuff yeah so this is really cool two questions okay one are uh-huh. they going to release this as a pedal that was that was one of my first questions yeah. are they going to release this a uh, hardware some sort of yeah if this could run in the same size footprint that um stomp well they already have those they they, they did that distortion mm-hmm. modeler with an it with an amp sim on it <clears throat> the x series stuff yeah whatever yeah, where in they had the delay and they had the reverb or the modulation. I'm trying. That's, did they have four pedals in that line? Uh, they mm, we were delay to... reverb, delay reverb, modulation, and drive. Yeah, we were supposed to get a demo unit of one of them at one point, and that didn't happen. We did Bummer. not follow up. We did not follow up. I did follow up on this one. Hopefully, I'm going to get an yeah. advanced copy of this to mess with. Because could, um, could you could you try to weasel in two? Say you got a co-host. Uh, unfortunately, I might have already weaseled in Philip on that for a demo idea. We'll talk. WTF? Uh, no, it's all it's all good. We'll we'll see what we can get out of it. Um, because honestly, if this is if this is the real deal, and my other point on this was, will this be the thing that finally gets either Neural or Kemper to finally come out with a DAW version using their existing marketplace? Yeah. Because that would be the killer. So imagine if Kemper now went to desktop and all these 30,000 profiles I have on my computer are suddenly more access. accessible and user usable without dedicated hardware. Well, and the good thing about Kemper, and that would also give Kemper access to customers that they don't have. Yeah. Same with Neural. Um, and like that's a big thing is you could easily, I mean, if, if honestly, if Kemper had a DAW, like mm-hmm. plug-in, mm-hmm. I would start learning that stuff. I don't know anything about DAWs really. I use GarageBand just to just to have noise to make. Like I don't mess with DAWs, but like if I mean that would be a thing if uh, if especially if Kemper 
because I always love the sound of my Kemper. And you have a bunch of Kemper profiles still. Yeah. From back in the day when you had a Kemper. Um, something to note on this, if, if we dial back to this plugin, um, there is effects before and after, mm-hmm. but it is not, it does not appear to be four blocks of effects before and after like the Kemper. So it's not, this looks to be mostly focused on get your amp and make it real. Right. Right. It's not supposed to be your all in one solution. I think you're still supposed to run effects into the front of it and like some of that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. But there's an opportunity to throw a reverb on it or a compressor at the front or, you know, those kind of things. Yeah. Also, let's just be blunt here. If you have an older computer that's struggling to run, probably yep. not going to be able to handle this. Probably not. So I just, you know, I, let's just don't even worry about talking to them about me. Um, anywho, let's move on to the Pictronics Glomer. This adds swells and plays with your attack. So it's a boss slow gear on steroids, pretty much. Yeah, it is. Um, they even referenced I love that the they, they were inspired by the the slow drive in the process. This thing looks ridiculous. I want one really bad. I, I really cannot wait for this to be on Stupid Deal today. It also has side chaining. Yes. Very nice. How much is it out of the gate? Probably 200 bucks? 280? Oh, fudge sickles. Yeah, for Pictronics. Oh, that's, well, that's MSRP. Well, so this is, this is you and me being cynical here. Since it's Pictronics, do you buy it when it comes out, or do you wait six months for it to be on Stupid Deal of the Day? I already made that joke like 30 seconds ago. I know, but I said it. Ah! Okay. I love the pink and blue. I think it looks great. You, yeah, you yeah. Too. It reminds, it's kind of like a, um, it has like a G.I. Joe feel. Oh, yeah, I see it. Yeah. I see uh, it. G, and even the GL, you could be like GI. Oh, yeah. G- now, now you're asking for some trademark infringement. Um, Sorry, Pigtronics. I didn't mean to throw you under the bus there because yeah. the guy who deals with GI Joe. Kylo, what the hell are you doing? Sorry. I'm really curious what the side chaining can enable on this because um, it has, was poorly covered in last week's um, episode. Side, cha- side chaining is when you have your effect affected by some other signal. So, so this is so the side chain input it lets an external source trigger the attack and decay cycles yep. rather than your guitar signal. Yep. So say you side chained in your kick drum. Yeah. Which is a common side chain thing, or side chained in your bass player, or because actually uh, your kick or your snare would be a good thing to trigger it so that it in- engages and starts its swell on the beat. Mm-hmm. So. Could be cool. Yeah. All right. Sorry. I'm just, I got just totally distracted. Uh, Womper has the Moxie, the new TS10 style drive pedal. Here's my thing. Here's my thing. Here's my thing. Here's my thing. Yep. Wasn't the 10 series like shit on until Josh Scott started collecting them all? The TS10? The Um, 10 series. Yeah, so the TS-10 is very popular because a certain John Mayer uses one. Yeah, okay. That's the Tube Screamer John Mayer uses, not, uh, not, okay. the, T- not the 808. Like, yeah, okay, it's another Tube Screamer. How much is it? Like 180 bucks? 200 bucks? 150. Uh, okay. 150 bucks. Not bad. It's okay. a mini enclosure. Yeah. Um, it has two voicings. So it does, it does something with the mid-hump to more full-frequency thing. And yeah. then the fat switch changes the clipping diodes from the TS10 to closer to what um, is in the Zen drive. Yeah. Yeah, this With is, MOSFETs, I mean, so. this is cool. Definitely. It's, um, it's also <clears throat> Brian Wampler doing a tube screamer. Which I know that I know the Clarksdale already exists, but, um, and he already did. The does it, do they too. still sell the Clarksdale though? Yeah. Okay. Um, Cause that, that's a 808. Okay. Um, yeah, uh, here's the thing. I want Brian Wampler has a great ear for dirt pedals for mm-hmm. sure. So, I mean, I do want to mess with it and I would like to play with it. I'm not a big tube screamer guy. Yeah. Um, I don't think the TS 10, is that a Chris thing? Does he really like TS tens or is he just the TS nine guy? No, I an 808. No, I know. I, okay. Well, if you'd come on the fucking show, we'd know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right <laughs> okay uh, he'll, he'll right, reply so with not... if you guys ever tell us when you're recording because <laughs> we never do yeah anymore. we never do i mean he he hey the phone works both ways anywho 
Um, so also we're gonna so we've got the next thing we're talking about is a couple pedals, uh, the pedal pawn octone. Yeah, this is you. I don't know anything about these. Yeah, so this is just an octafuzz from the UK. Uh, it's kind of like a vintage feel. It's got that. I mean, kind of hundred ninety-seven pounds. Must be heavy. <clears throat> oh, there it is. You're then just also, mad. I beat you to it. Yeah. Um, free the free the tone. Launch the integrated gate, a noise reduction and gate pedal, which I two hundred thirty dollars for a gate. Um, for for and it's full size and doesn't have an effects loop. Yeah. Mm, that's a tough that's a tough value it, value i mean it can be a noise problem. gate or a noise reducer sure um yeah i don't know uh also the reason well one of the reasons why i really wanted this was free the tone is also re-releasing um the delay that they did that um has now skyrocketed in price on the used market because they haven't like kept up with production Mm-hmm. Um, or I don't think they've even been producing it. And then there was like, they saw these astronomical prices of their pedal and they're just like, yeah, no. Um, and cause free the tone is, uh, foreign. I, I don't know if they're Japanese or Chinese, um, or Korean maybe. I feel kind of horrible for kind of guessing. Yeah. That's um, kind of weird is I don't really think of a lot of Korean pedals. Um, I can think I'm of Chinese sure. pedals. I can think of Japanese pedals. I can't think of any Korean pedals off the top of my head. Hold on one second. I'm going to look up whenever that where they're from because I feel weird. I don't want to get it wrong. But the flight time uh, pedal they're redoing. Wait, there's MIDI uh, in on this thing? On which thing? On the Free the Tone? The noise gate? I don't know. I haven't been able to find out. I mean, you you're reading it. So there's two operating uh, modes. Who do, who do, who is the yen? That's Chinese. Okay, so they're from China. Wait, no, Japanese is yen. Okay, then the yen is Chinese. Anyway, um, wow. Okay, we are that. We need a globe. Read a map. Um, anywho, <laughs> I feel like we could do like, <laughs> oh my gosh, we should do like Rhett and Link and and have a map and throw darts and try to guess where the pedal company's from. You know, one of my favorites is uh, John Oliver. Whenever he does a bit mm-hmm. on like another country, he puts up an image of like the outline of the country. And he's like, you know so little about this. You didn't realize that's not that country. That is, you know, like he, oh he always has gosh. that bit where he's like, he always yeah. puts up the wrong image and gets away with it, and then he calls you out. Yeah, on it. yeah. Oh, it's almost like never mind. I'm not. Going, I'm really not getting political. The thing we talked about, we, we were texting about mm. the pic, the picture that got put up on the news site or the news. Um, mm. Yeah. Uh, anywho, um, then we got Fact the sunflower stereo. What hum- you read, folks. And also, if you're a large news organization that is named after an animal fact check what you put on the news mm-hmm. and make sure the picture you're using is not photoshopped yeah. all right so, so sunflower stereo harmonic we, we have talked about this before we have yep okay it's crazy cool i mean it it changed yeah. bliss vibes yeah 100 percent. it's it's really cool okay cool um i didn't realize we talked about that before and, and we all know dude, dude i'm i'm here all day to talk about harmonic tremolo we know that. Yes. Yes. So, um, uh, is the gravitas is that a harmonic tremolo? It is, and it can run in combo mode too, where you run harmonic into a regular tremolo. Oh snap! All right. Um. So let's. Uh. We've been spending more than two minutes on that. Uh, JHS pedals did the solo boost, which sold out in a couple hours. It can do JFET or, or it can do FET boost, or it can do. Uh. What's the other boost? Op amp. Uh, op amp boost. Um. It was what a hundred bucks. Hundred bucks. Yeah, I mean, which isn't horrible for a boost pedal. I mean, it's still no, pretty I mean, up like, there. No, I mean, if you compare like it, like the Zotic EP boost. Yeah, same price point. I think right. the Zotic EP is like 120. Um, yeah, yeah, like that. That was that was a good deal. I mean, it really wasn't a horrible thing. They're gonna be on. People are gonna be selling them for 150 to 200 bucks yep. soon. But um, and before yeah, you get co- all bent out of shape about scalpers and stuff like that, in their release yeah. video for it, Josh does talk about. Look, don't buy scalped ones of this. We'll probably yeah. do another production run at some point in the future. We don't have the parts for it right now. Right. Um, this is a project they shelved a few years ago because of the mm-hmm. pandemic. So like that's why it hasn't come out. But like 
they've been that they just you know part limited parts limited ability to do it so they did like 800 something yeah kind of a weird number um i love it's just a little red solo cup yeah that's fun the, it looks also and, and, I, I figured they only did a limited run because they were like this is how much we can do with this before we get a c and d yeah before we get before we get in a lot of trouble um well even then uh the really the cool thing is is it matches the jhs color scheme oh yeah with the like red perfectly yeah the red and the white yeah so um op amp boost is closer to something like a clon is yeah. an op amp boost uh fat boost is your more typical boost pedal katana uh, what's the super hard on i don't know um yeah but uh one thing we were talking about though and i think it was in pre-up uh that was really cool is i mean scott has a friend who bought one of these but he also was like well why don't you check out like this boost that i've got and he's got the spark mini and tell us a cool little feature on that oh so the spark mini has one of my favorite features i think it's called the spotlight mode so yeah. it doesn't it have a latching foot switch. It's a momentary foot switch. And so they added a special mode on there um, where if you just press and hold, it doesn't latch. Right. It will come off as soon as you let off. So mm -hmm. I used to use it as a, here's my quick little lick I want to get in and then get out kind of a boost, which is a great feature. And also you can get a, you can get a Spark Mini for like 50 bucks. Oh my gosh. Will just messaged me if, and we're going to get a day. Yay, I'm so glad you guys are going on a date. This wouldn't be our first time either. No, it wouldn't. You also know what you know it's not the first time either? Is what? Neural DSP coming out with a new archetype. Oh yeah, this is with the Reba McIntyre. <laughs> yeah, so Rabia Massad has his <laughs> oh, own okay. uh, uh mode. It does Is he from Periphery? No, he is um he was in Tosca and whatever Rob Chapman's band was called. Oh, okay. Oh, that's what he got famous for, wasn't it? So really, he, like, hanging he, out with he Chapman was, and he was playing with Rob Chapman, and then started doing a lot of the Andertons demos and stuff. Right. So he he became a demoer, but he also tours with his bands and stuff. So he's he's a great player. I I really love oh, his yeah. style. Um, who's the guy who does the um uh da, 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 da. Oh, I don't know the, that song. The um, what's the metal? sounding pedal the metal guitar pedal that has the gate built in not the mxr uh, eddie van halen but the um... are you thinking of tosin abasi's thing no okay no i who's... think he has one that has what that built in yeah uh, it, their videos used to be on facebook all the time the advertisements and i swear that was the guy um horizon or uh... horizon devices is tosin abasi if i recall is correctly. it i believe so did did Reva McIntyre oh, no, do the video? Her, her, Horizon Devices is um, Misha Masur, which is that's, periphery. That's who it is. Periphery. Okay, 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 okay. That's the problem is I'm mixing up. Uh, You're mixing up gentlemen. Rabia. Yes, I'm sorry. Rabia. 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 Um, so one of the cool. So you got you got a nice clean amp. You got a nice heavy amp in here. We've talked about this next thing, by the way. And. Um, uh, yeah. Why do I keep? Hang on. And it? so the other cool feature of this is this: the built-in synth is ridiculous, and a lot oh, of yeah? demos have been focusing in on what that thing can do. Um, turn your guitar into a synth, and it's just insane how powerful these things are. So there's a free demo. Go ahead and try it out, and then I think it's like 120 bucks. Oh wow! 140 bucks for the the real plugin. That's cool. So, yeah. yes, um, we do. I, I, I'm now looking at it. Yes, we have talked about the original. This is a new factory colorway. Uh, we talked about the new factory colorway because I was excited about the OD green. That was for the baritone. They did the green. So this is the regular Cabernita. Oh. So anyway, the, ca sure? the paranormal Cab Cabernita Tellies are at Andrewton's with a, an ox blood with an anodized guard and... Um, a like oh um, they're anderton's only right it's anderton's only um yeah yeah we talked about this again this that was a different model you're thinking of oh, wait no these are okay. the these are the baritones because it's a it's a 27 inch scale why is the new art this was today it was published today the hell guitar.com adding to the dual um uh, i don't liberty dunworth needs to get their shit together 
All right, yeah, last that's thing. That's not new. Um, Thorpe Devices, uh, Thorpe Effects, sorry, kicks off special uh, projects line with artworks for charity. Yeah, so they're doing like laser etching on some of their pedals, and money goes to charity. Very nice. One offs. Um, Most of them are uh, so far. Does it say where the charity is? I don't see it. Think of it as an uh, NFT without the carbon footprint. Hmm. Wait, what? You can buy the art. As an oh. Okay. Because NFTs are terrible for the environment. Yeah? Yep. Okay. Um, all proceeds from the will go to the Wallace and Gromit Children's Foundation and the Oxford John Radcliffe Children's Hospital. Very nice. I think it's good to help children. Yeah. I believe children right. are the future. We are the world. Speaking of what, what was the, the metal one? <laughs> yeah. So I was scrolling through Facebook and I'd see a semi hollow guitar um, with the, the back facing up off of a table uh, with a giant cut out of it and i'm like okay my first thought oh hold on why is siri talking to me my first thought is kind of like okay did, did was there a big crack right there and he just cut that out and he's gonna like fill it or something like uh, no this guy cut out a good sixth of the back of his guitar to redo a wiring harness on a semi-hollow guitar now Having a back cover plate on a semi-hollow guitar like that is not unheard of. Not, but that like size my, is my, my Equips has a has a cutout. Yeah, but that size. So, there's a number of questions going on here, among which are his first photo <laughs> is two is, duct tape. Is duct tape and a series of holes drilled to start the process of connecting all these things. And then I'm guessing he used a jigsaw to cut that out. I don't know. Or a scroll I've... saw. So like, I'm not, I'm not anywhere like able to do something with a guitar like that. It's a groat um, guitar. So that was a hundred dollar guitar. He did it too. Okay. All right. Well, that makes at, me feel a lot At which better. point, if you're putting a new wiring harness in a groat guitar, you might as well just replace the guitar right um i don't and especially if you're just going to cut the back off like that i don't get why he put the duct tape in the center if he was putting the duct tape around the edge to give himself a line i, I figured it was for a line himself, yeah. i figured it was giving himself a line and like maybe he was cutting through the duct tape to help make sure the wood doesn't like crack maybe but, or something weird but to do that you need to cut through the duct tape well, that's what I'm saying. Maybe it wasn't a line. I thought then I thought maybe he was cutting through the duct tape to make sure the wood doesn't crack. Again, doing it wrong. I listen. There's so much wrong in this picture. I don't. I don't feel like we should be nitpicking on what is being considered doing it wrong. Everything that that whole picture is doing it wrong. Well, I I, I want to know how is he going to reattach this back panel. He hasn't figured that out yet. He even like admitted that in one of the photos. He was just like, "Oh no, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it." Like. At what point do you just say, here, give someone 150 bucks to rewire your guitar for you? Well, I know how I would fix it at this point would be I'd go get some. Um, a pl try to make a plastic back plate? No, actually, I'd reattach the wood, but um, get some uh, metal strapping and just build <laughs> yourself a shelf for yeah. that to inset in and then drill into that shelf. That, that, that's so not, you, that's you, not bad, yeah. The, you'd have two sets of screws. Like you'd have, yeah. you'd have the screws that's into the main part of the body and the strapping and then the strapping into the, the cover plate that you just removed. But wow. Or um, actually you could get, since it's the back, you could get some wood and just glue wood in. That's what I was going to say. If you glued wood in and then glued that, that piece, like if you back created yeah. those panels and then glued that wood, that piece back in. And then you just could, take super glue and fill in that kerf. Something you, from... you could easily put some wood glue like that and backfill, right? Yeah, backfill it out and then we'll just wipe it, wipe it off, and whatever wood glue is in there is is holding it in. I could see so 
uh yeah also put down some like plastic or not like like waxed paper or whatever to give yourself up to keep it smooth when you well and, it. but yeah yeah but and, and even then uh like when the like the wood bracing i guess would be probably what you'd probably that's you'd essentially probably what create, we were both saying to do there yeah. yeah 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 so like that wood bracing you could easily use like gorilla wood glue on that part when have it foam up in the guitar a little bit so so here's the biggest thing with all that is yeah. one i don't think he cleared where one of the pots are very well yeah he had no so idea he still was... had no clearance there but yeah two um that's a pressure spot that's a that's a spot right there you could that's right underneath your belt buckle area yeah, you could kick that back in oh for sure bad decisions this is a lap guitar for the rest of your life. You are not standing up and holding this. I mean, or, I mean, just be dumb about it. Just don't put the plate back on. <laughs> I'm not saying, well, I mean, being dumb about it seems to be the uh, name of this project. <laughs> what is the guitar, guitar project called? Being, be dumb about it. Yeah. All right. So the last thing we're going to talk about, and we're going to wrap this up. Gibson accuses Dean of contempt of court for bragging to guitar.com about continuing production of V and Z guitars. Yeah, so a while ago, um, there was a ruling in the Gibson versus um, Dean. This was a U.S. ruling? U.S. ruling, I believe. That um, Dean was found guilty of infringement, but only ordered to pay something like $4,000 in penalties. Yeah. So it was essentially like, it was like a slap on the wrist saying, look, yes, they do have the copyright, but you shouldn't really be penalized for that and so what he had was gibson and dean both published like press releases to the media like we got both of them um to our effects loop at gmail.com account um because we're on their mailing lists and um both announcing victories yeah basically dean saying look they you know the big guy was held in court you know and yada yada, yada. like they were trying to spin it um, right then a little while uh final penalties came through and uh dean was then served with uh since you lost the lawsuit you have to pay legal fees which was something like three hundred four hundred thousand dollars yeah like a sizable amount like legal fees are a big deal so suddenly there's a bigger restitution payment against them against them and then another another part of the ruling was clarified that says you need to cease production right and that was the big part because i think for a while there dean was acting like we're going to just keep going because we're we got a slap on the list wrist and double jeopardy or whatever right then news comes out that dean's ceo is out or president is out who's the son of the original founder i forgot what their name are their last name uh armadillo yeah something like that uh or well armadillo is the parent company i don't know if that's their last names or not um that he's out and then it came out that the his mom who's head of the trust or whatnot is now seeking damages for fraudulent use of money so there's been a lot of drama around this on dean's side of the aisle for sure yes i mean you can say you want about gibson but they got their ducks in a row on this one yeah uh evan rubinson was the then ceo Hmm. so now so now gibson's coming out and saying you also mouthed off to the press and did some bad stuff so there's I don't know the legal ramifications of it, but it just keeps. Well, I mean, if they're if they're calling them in contempt, that's another charge. Yeah. So, honestly, I'm not going to say Dean's days are numbered. Dean, but Dean, Dean, Dean is going to be sold can, off. Dean can be facing a very tough future. Yes. Yeah. Dean's day. I mean, if you think about it too, like the i mean the explorer the z and the v shapes are not 100 percent their bread and butter but didn't they just didn't we talk about them having issues with um the dime bag stuff with dime bags estate estate yeah yeah i don't know what's going on there either i don't know but like it seems the thing is is dean's just yeah they're running out of things to sell it's already in my opinion it's already been a brand that's kind of been going downhill i mean for a while well, I mean, it's already out of the original founder's hands. Um, well, and the crazy thing was, was that uh, um, 
let's see the i remember the biggest the biggest things i remember seeing from them was the michael shanker uh signature when i was a kid that was like a big thing was the michael shanker signature and that's a v-shape and then you had the dime bag which they've had issues with that yeah um the other guitar player i think of when i think of dean is uh the guy from power man whatever thousand pirate power man 5000 yeah he plays a dean oh i don't know i never really listened to them didn't they have like one big song yeah yeah. So, I am the fire starter. All right. Yeah. Let me put it this way: if you've been, if you've had your eye on a certain dean, grab it. I don't know. Maybe you have to wait for the fire sale whenever they have to sell all their. Um, I wouldn't. No. No, because like chances are the dean you're after is probably either a dime or something else. Yeah. And like honestly, the minute they go out of production, you know, like look what happened with EVH stuff when he died, you know. Yeah. I like the the only guitar I do kind of want is I do want the dime bag signature, the uh the lightning, the black and blue, like his the one that he actually played. I actually do want that one. I I mean, I've got a special spot in my heart for Pantera. Um that was a band that so the guy who I uh looked up to to play guitar, like the guy who I saw play guitar is like, "Oh, I want to be like that guy." One of his favorite bands was Pantera, so I listened to them quite a bit. And so I don't agree with a lot about Pantera, but yeah, I do. I, I listened to them quite a bit. So, yeah. So, anyway, with this ruling and non compliance, it's going to be, I hate to, Gibson's going to keep looking like the bad guy too, right? Because they're going to, they're going to enforce or they're going to try to enforce everything that's going on. Yeah, I mean they they got a legal ruling that their competitor has to stop using that shape, and take it off their website and all those kind of things. Of course, they're gonna take some action on that, right? Like, they don't. This is not the oh, okay. We're all buddies. It's okay now at this point. Like, it's they're gonna go for the complete, the complete ban or whatever. So we'll see what happens. And John just left the call, and he's back. Yeah, sorry. You were roboting pretty hard. Well, I was, I was closing my remarks. You want to close out the show? My internet connection's dying, so we're going to wrap this up. Go for it. All I hear is a robot. <laughs> That's all I hear is a robot. Am I roboting? No, you're fine. I don't know. All right, I'm going to do the, I'm going to, I'm going to end this episode with a i might sound like a robot who knows all right uh thanks for joining us everybody um go to the effects loop.com it's got links to our facebook group our instagram merch uh our youtube our patreon which we appreciate everyone who supports this show monthly you can join the the elite and go to patreon.com slash the effects loop and you can uh support us give us money there's different tiers there's a lot of cool stuff um and then yeah it's been fun it's been good to be back I've been hit or miss lately. Scott's been carrying it. And last week he was out. And big shout out again to 40 Bot Podcast, Philip Carter, and 60 Cycle Hums, Steve Rao, for covering for us last week. We greatly appreciate it. And so for the effects loop, I'm Diaz. I'm Scott. Oh, I heard that clear. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Yeah, now it starts working. Yeah. I mean, I think it's on your end because my upload is 23.5. Oh, no, no, no. 100%. I knew it was mine. That's why I tried to hang up and go back in. Well, because my downloads is sucking right now. I'm only at 91 megabits. So I'm getting a 10 for 91 megabits download. Elise is doing an online course right now, and I wonder if she's been watching. She's watching videos or something and sucking up. I mean, yeah, if if you were right. Because your upload was fine. So if your download sucks. Yeah. Or one of your kids is on the video games. No, no kids. Um, could, so you can hear me fine. Yeah. Yeah, I just yeah, I literally all. Oh, you, uh, oh, now you just robot it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, it, it's funny because it's like you're like, uh, should I end the show? And I'm like, yeah, you should end the show. Okay, well, I'm just gonna end the show. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs>
<laughs> That's great. Oh, You're like, yeah, I can't hear you, oh. but I'm just going to do without, whatever you just said. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to do what you said anyways. Um... Negativity always drawn out picture every visualized love Energized lives together together We undefeated A plan to make well there's no gloves needed When we weed into the mindset of achieving and believing in a community that remains happy Never after the world should be one Hate annihilated Every heart is one love again So don't buy.